Welcome to the Fansmanship.com podcast, coming to you from San Luis Obispo, California. Where you stand? Owen Maine here with Chris Sylvester, and uh, it is Tuesday. It is March 17th, 2020, and Chris and I aren't in the same place. That wouldn't be a good idea. Chris, you there? I am here. I am distancing myself from you, but I'm... That's fair. Uh, I'm <laughs> well, you know, it is... What is it? Day five? Day six? Feels like day 100 already. Uh, honestly, honestly, like... If you were to ask me what day of the week it was, it would take me a couple of seconds to to just kind of confirm what I think it is. I yeah, I I was thinking that it was eight days ago that we were at a college baseball game, man. It doesn't. It seems like so much longer than that. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, crazy couple of days. Um, you know, more information comes out, and the more we understand, the more we realize we don't know about anything really when it comes down to it. Um, You know, there's definitely a level of interest interest that I have in terms of how everybody's prepared. And I guess like, uh, for example, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a teacher down south today, and um, he's also a coach. And uh, he was saying that his school is basically just totally out. You know, they're not doing anything. I let him know that, you know, the teachers in our school have been communicating via whatever the, you know, parent communication app is i think it's called parent square or something like that and they've been sending home things they've they've sent home work already to do with the kids and it's only you know tuesday is it tuesday yeah tuesday of the first week here um is it tuesday <laughs> of no school i guess it's tuesday that's the that's the rumor uh earlier today you know, orange... you know it's go ahead you know I was it's sad. Yeah. what's that you know it's sad among among millions of things right now Today would be the first day of March Madness. We'd have a 16-seed playing game, and we would have like a like a 12 or 11 versus 11 or 12 versus 12 or whatever, yeah. um, whatever those those playing games are in, in Dayton. Um, and that would be today. And and like, I don't know. It's it's we are really in a different world, man. I mean, it's like. I've been to the, I've been to Dayton. I've been to the UD arena. I and know. I've, yeah. You know, it's like I, I. It was one of the most fun think, sporting events I've N- ever been I, to. I think the NIT would be starting either today or tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we'd probably have some some weird Eastern Conference matchups. Like we'd probably have the Raptors and the Hornets playing. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd be we dude we'd be we'd be getting ready and we'd be getting hyped for the start of major league baseball right now this is kind of the time of of march right you, you hit the stretch run of march and you're like whoa opening day is like late next week right like a week and a half away you know how are the dodgers gonna do the angels gonna do you know is anthony rendon gonna flop or is mookie betts gonna flop or are they both gonna be good you know uh, uh you know there's so many interesting things to talk about and instead we're on day two of this thing. Orange well, County shut, or, or I mean, day two of the of kind of the the real the, the real guts of it for a lot of people. Orange County totally shut down today. Um, Monterey County. Somebody, my, my neighbor was like, "Yeah, Monterey fell today. Like it's a war, and then Monterey's like fallen." But we have six people at last time I read in Slow County now 
who have been confirmed with this thing. And I would imagine many more all over the country. Um, and whether that means that all, you know, obviously it doesn't mean that all six of those people need intensive care, but you know, if those, if, if we've been able to successfully test six people, it's exponentially more than that, that has it because those people got it, not from <laughs> those people didn't get it from somebody that we can track. Those people are, are getting it from the community. And so it's out there, man. And it's, uh, it's a little bit scary, but it's also, you know, I, I'm, I'm really trying to look at this and I know, listen, I'm, I'm as scared of it and as respectful of what we need to do. I'm home, right? Like I'm working from home. Everything's happening from home. Like I'm, you're not, you're not letting me come over. I'm not letting you come over even like, you know, um, I'm trying not to travel or go out as much as possible. I'm trying not to go to even like the grocery store. Let's, you know, we're trying to get everything we need and then not have to go anymore. So, um, so from that perspective, you know, I, I respect this thing as much as, as much as anything, but we have some time here now, right? Like some time to reflect and look at things and, um, and, and to think about what we're all doing, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I, and I don't mean that necessarily, although you can take it like that if you want to, I don't mean that like super philosophically, like what are we doing in the world? But I kind of do. Owen, in that, Owen, what, what's Owen, up? Bigger, bigger news today. Tom Brady becoming a Tampa Bay Buccaneer or Kevin Durant having the virus? You know what? I want to say Tom Brady, right? Still bigger news, huh? You want to say Tom Brady, man. Um, you want to say Tom Brady. Yeah, I think still bigger news. I think, you know, anybody who catches this thing, I'm not surprised by anymore. If Tom Hanks has it in Australia, then anybody can have it anywhere. You know, okay, like, okay. I got another, I got another one for you. I give got it, one give for it to you. me. Give it to me. Okay. Um, As I cough in your ear. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully that's why you're not tra- here. That's why you're that's not why, here. That's why I, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, we we would be we would be on opposite couches. Um, over under fifty percent of Americans forgetting that today is St. Patrick's Day. Under, I think anybody who is paying attention to anything, somebody reminded them. Although I didn't get a lot of reminders except from my wife. So yeah, I mean, I had green on today. But um, but I think a lot of people, I would say, if you're my age and my circumstance, I would say probably over 50% might forget. If you're younger than me, like in your 20s, then maybe maybe it's way under 50% who would forget. Because all those people are lamenting and trying to find ways around some of these rules about everybody being together and everything. So that that's probably what I would say. Um, what... Has there been anything that is like, I mean, you know, my, my perception of this whole thing and this whole world changes every, I don't know, it feels like every, you know, twice a day. Uh, what, what, what today or in the last 48 hours kind of has, has changed your perception on things? Where, where I was going, actually, before I ask you that question, where I was going earlier was, you know, I'm looking at, at the time that we have as an opportunity. We have time with each other. We have time with people you know that we care about we have time with ourselves to be able to better ourselves you know like like i want to i want to be a i want to be optimistic and hopeful right now and so that's the hopeful message that i'm going to give to anybody who's actually listened to this this far into the um the 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 first segment of this podcast is that you know we have opportunities to to grow to show our metal to you know, to, to fight however we need to, even if it's just sitting on our butts in our houses. Um, we have opportunities to, 
to to change ourselves a little bit. Like this is a this is an opportunity where people have time. Time is the one thing that we never have enough of, and and in this case, you might have some. So, you know, I'm going to encourage everybody to use it well. Um, whether you're a somebody who's you know who has a small business, like you know, I have my photography business. I'm trying to trying to improve things. I'm uh, I'm working on trying to reach out to some people that I've uh, not reached out to like I've needed to over the past year and a half. I'm I'm working to better my portfolio for photos. I'm working to, you know, do this podcast. I, I think, you know, there's opportunities in every in every real bad situation. And um, and so if you're feeling down in the dumps, my, my recommendation to you is, you know, okay, this sucks and I'm home and I'm, you know, whatever that circumstance is. And then, you know, how can I how can I turn that into something that um that makes me feel better. How can I turn that into something that's going to and, improve? And oh, my oh, own, oh, and my I, own I think I think I, I really well said. I, I I think that this is also a, a time for a lot of people to, I, I, and you know I, I I say this um with caution because uh, you know I, I want everybody to stay safe. But this is a time where you can go chase a dream that just requires so much time in, in a regular day to day routine life. That maybe, hey, you know, maybe if you want to write a, you know, if you want to start writing, if you want to start doing music, if you want to just just like a hobby that maybe you'd like to pursue as, as, you know, maybe you're just, you know, working day to day somewhere that's just simply to pay the bills right now. And, and but your, your end goal is 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 something a lot bigger, but you're working full time just to pay, you know, your bills and you don't have time to go out there and necessarily, you know, pursue the dream. I mean. You know, Owen, as you know, it's all about networking, you know, making it up in, in pretty much anything that you do. And mm-hmm. we're, we're as a humanity, we're pretty much all in one and, in, 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 you know, being isolated and being in quarantine for the most part. Right. So like yeah. LeBron's at home just doing his thing, you know, um, you know, the Drake is at home doing his thing. No, seriously. I mean, everyone's at home right now. If you have like a mentor in your business that that you want to reach out for and ask for some feedback. Yeah. I mean, now is now is the time. I've seen a lot of, of tweets and in, Instagram messages of, of, you know, big time people saying, hey, you know, if you're an aspiring journalist or broadcaster, or musician, like I'd love for you to send me your stuff. You know, I'm, I'm with everybody right now and just kind yeah. of on, on pins and needles waiting to see what, what way this thing curves, you know, in the near future. And um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. I mean. I, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've, I probably, you know, I, I go in the car. I mean, I don't go anywhere. I don't go out, but I've been in the car, you know, I've had to run, you know, to some, some essential, essential places over the last few days. And I've, I've smacked my steering wheel a few times. Like, man, is this real right now? Are we really, do I, am I really going through this? Is everybody really going through this right now? It's like, right. it's, it's hard, it's hard to really put it into words, but I guess that's, that's part of the, it's, it's so funny. It's like, we're, we're we're an experiment right now, Owen. It's like, all right, where where are you with day six? Where are you with well, day six of, of this? Like, and this you know, this is where we're at. And then yeah. you know, six days from now, we might <laughs> we might be screaming into this thing. I mean, yeah, I hope not, but but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we'll, we could be screaming if we're if we're doing the right thing, and even if things are doing well, you know, we'll probably be stir crazy. What you know, to your point about networking and everything, I'm I'm a part of a couple of Facebook groups. Um, I've been to a workshop uh, for sports photography a couple of years. It, it, act the, it actually ended a couple of weeks ago, um, this year's version, and I didn't go because um, I had some other stuff um, that was happening. But, um, but there's a, you know, like a group message or a group chat 
on that on that page. And it's kind of like having a group text, except it's on Facebook or whatever. But there was a there was a text that, hey, how's everybody doing? And these are people who are, you know, photographers for big newspapers, big, you know, big organizations who, who, you know, there's there's that famous picture of, you know, this and that and this person and that person. I mean, you know, um, AP, Getty, USA Today, photographers on this thing. And somebody said, and I said too, you know, hey, yeah, I'm working, I'm going to be working on my portfolio and trying to kind of build the business side of things. Well, well, you can't be creative necessarily, or well, you have a harder time being creative. And and now that looks like it's, um, you know, that 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 that's maybe all we're going to be able to do if if things keep shutting down. But all those people are like, yeah, send me your portfolio, email me, we can do a Skype call, and I can that give you feedback on it. And it's like, oh my god, like. Like, can you imagine, I mean, in, in, in your business, it, you know, it's it's the equivalent of, you know, somebody who's a play-by-play for a major league team, um, you know, saying, hey, send me your tape and I'll go over it and then let's let's talk for a half hour about it. <laughs> you know, like, like you just can't, you can't make that up. And, and again, um, you know, reaching out and, and, and really trying to, trying to connect with people is going to be probably what saves us. I mean, I, I can't imagine what, what this whole thing would be like if, if we were going through it 20 years ago. I mean, you know, I, I went to college before MySpace was a thing, Chris. I went to college, you know, around AOL Instant Messenger, okay? That was the that was the thing that we used to communicate uh, before we even texted each other. We had AIM and away messages and all kinds of interesting things. So, you know, certainly things have developed and we have a lot more opportunities to, to uh to do what we need to do and to, to connect with each other. So stay connected with people, figure out what that opportunity is. That's going to be my, my hopeful op- optimistic message um, for today. Uh, what el- what else you got? Expectations, man? My, my, my expectations for, you know, viral funny videos on Twitter and Instagram and memes are so high. I mean, we, we have <laughs> so much time right now to yeah. come up with some of the best funny in-home content. I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, start to make, you know, or attempt to make funny TikToks and stuff like that. So uh, we're here on here on here on we're going on break. We we aim to to take you down a new avenue of what this pandemic, this shutdown, this lockdown and how it's affecting, you know, different people in different fields. Already we've talked to a division one broadcaster, a division one head coach. And we're really excited to talk to a Division One basketball player that, oh, and right now would be getting ready for the NCAA tournament if, if we were Gosh. in some normal times, man. So obviously that that's, I'm sure, um, still still something that our guest is, um, you know, off, obviously often thinking about. But yeah. um, he had a great he had a great year. His team had yeah. a great year. And uh Really, really, really intrigued uh, to, to see, to go inside that life and the process of finding out and, you know, teammate reactions, coaches and yeah. uh, all, all the good stuff, too. We're not just going to focus on that. Yeah. We're going to talk, I'm gonna introduce, talk about, about yeah, the good I'm, stuff. I'm going to do a quick introduction because Quentin Adlish is a kid who, um, when I first started taking photos, was a sophomore or junior at Mission Prep in San Luis Obispo when I first started, you know, really taking photography kind of seriously you know, maybe six or seven years ago, um, he was in school and uh, was a good point guard at Mission Prep. And um, one of the most kind of mentally dialed in guys for, you know, the full however many minutes <laughs> in high school, um, you know, had the mentality that you really need to be able to be successful. And um, 
was you know a knockdown shooter. There was a there's a game particularly that I remember against uh, one of the Holiday brothers. I think it was Aaron. Maybe it was uh, Quentin's senior year, and of course Aaron Holiday, UCLA, and uh, and was on the Pacers last I checked. Maybe um, and uh, and and meeting him, uh, you know, pound for pound in terms of the trash talking, in terms of the you know mentality. Uh, a guy who never you know stepped down to anybody. Uh, Quentin spent his first four years uh, back east at Columbia and had redshirted one of those years and so um, was able to spend a a fifth year, a grad transfer season this season at USC. Um, And the Trojans were poised to make the tournament and never got that opportunity. So um, we're going to talk to Q and see what he's up to, how he's feeling, what what grad school is like even for him right now, because it's definitely a a different life that he's living. So uh, we'll talk to Q here. This is the Going On Break edition of the Fansmanship.com podcast, and we'll be right back. We're going on break. It's the middle of the night, and I'm still up. Contemplating, wondering if I should give up. Life's getting heavy, hard for me to lift up. Stress in me, out, it's hard to keep my head up. But I ain't giving in today. There's got to be a better way. Got to be a better way to play the game before we replace us the same. I know this getaway, let gravity decay and float on my friends. So Q, thanks for coming on, man. Um, just first, so you can kind of picture what we're doing. Um, we're really trying to get an idea about kind of just how everybody's dealing with this, what this has actually been like. It's kind of an unprecedented thing. So, um, you know, in the sports world, many people are just kind of looking for things to do at this point, um, whether it's players, coaches, broadcasters, media, photographers, I mean, whatever. I mean, there's people who are just like, hey, we were planning on spending a significant portion of our time doing thing X and now thing X is no longer happening. Um, and that could be happening through the fall. Even you never really know kind of how this thing's going to, going to go. Um, you're on USC's basketball team this year and we'll, we'll talk about other things too, but you're, you know, you're playing for USC. You're getting ready to have a good opportunity to go to the NCAA tournament for the first time in, uh, in your career. Can you just kind of take us through what the few days leading up to things being kind of postponed and canceled and put on hold and kind of how how that all went down for you, even maybe a week or two beforehand, like, you know, kind of leading up to it, everything was kind of seemed normal. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. How did that go for you and and going to school down in L.A. and for your team? Yeah, well, like you mentioned, I mean, the whole sports world kind of anticipated a month full of sports. And especially if you're in the basketball world, it's kind of all you've ever known. Um, even if you don't play, it always seems like people kind of, they know what's going on in March and there's games on every TV. And um, so even just as a fan, um, it was somewhat of a shock. Um, but as a player, you know, you put in a lot of time starting in the summer. Or if you want to take a bigger picture, starting years back when you, you know, you're working to get to a certain point, um, you know, there's a lot of preparation, a lot of time that goes into it. So it was it was pretty devastating when we first found the news. Um, we were in Vegas already, so we were got in on a Wednesday. We were supposed to have our first game on Thursday, so we actually went to the arena, T-Mobile, and, and watched the games on Wednesday um, because we played the winner. So 
we were around and you could sense a little bit of hesitation just from the fans and it seemed like there was um it was my first time being there but it seemed like there were less people there and then you could kind of tell that people were you know chatting and, and talking about what the next steps might be so it happened really quickly um because by the time we woke up the next morning we knew that the the conference tournament was canceled um so at that time we kind of just sat around and listened for words so we we kind of we didn't know they hadn't announced about the NCAA tournament yet so we initially thought well hopefully they just you know get this under control and then in a week's time we're off to wherever they send us um, because we felt pretty confident that we were going to be in so um, initially a little bit of you know just shock and obviously disappointed but um, over the past couple of days we kind of I think at least I've realized that it's a little bit bigger picture um, and you know now there's talk about maybe even the Olympics being canceled, which, you know, people put in hours and years for, for that kind of thing. Lifetimes, so I, yeah. Yeah, so the preparation aspect is always difficult to deal with, especially when you're anticipating something like that and kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, but it helps to, to have a little bit of perspective, too. Uh, obviously, you know, tough news. Like you said, you guys were supposed to go to the NCAA tournament, but... Uh, have you heard anything? I know the NCAA granted an, an extra year of eligibility to those that participate in spring sports. I don't believe I've seen anything official said by the NCAA about winter sport athletes. It's kind of hard to imagine that uh, they would they would grant you guys an extra year of eligibility. But have you heard anything from from anybody at USC or anybody from the the NCAA on that front? I haven't personally. I can't speak to to other people, but. Um, I do think it would be pretty, I have my doubts about that. I think that would be a pretty drastic measure that they'd take. Um, and it's kind of a, a tough situation for them, but I, I don't see that, that really happening. I'm glad they did grant that for the spring sports because, um, a lot of those teams didn't even get to play a single game. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty, um, I mean, yeah, we were, Chris and I were talking earlier, we were at a baseball game eight days ago, Quentin, and like, you know, Oklahoma was out here at Cal Poly and, and it was just like, you know, kind of business is normal. Although, you know, there was talk about, you know, okay, you know, are people being weird in airports? Like, how's this looking? What does this look like? Um, how did you guys, so you're, you're at a hotel in Vegas when you find out, um, like, do you guys just like get plane tickets on a regular flight back? Like, how does that, how, you know, how how does that work? It's, it's obviously not when you guys were scheduled to fly back. I'm sure whoever your DBO is or whoever's in charge of your your travels kind of scrambling at that point, right? Yeah, they were they were stressing that a little bit, um, which I I don't blame them. Um, we 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 had chartered there um, the day before. We had taken a chartered flight, so um, we actually had a lot of fans and just you know like staff and other personnel that were with us on the trip so um that had made their own way there so on the way back um they did one chartered bus and one chartered flight so probably like 30 people per um i know some people were kind of hesitant just because the flight in was kind of bumpy um so they wanted to do a bus too but yeah that, that was that night so or sorry that afternoon so we found out that morning and then there was a, a bus that left early afternoon and a flight that left at i think 4 35 um, I actually, I had family in Vegas, um, so I stayed um, for one night, um, given that it was kind of like my re retirement, at least in the near future, I was like, I'll, I'm going to spend one night um, here. So yeah, but most, I think everyone else headed back. 
what what was your year like at, at SC after you know a few seasons at, at Columbia and the Ivy League? Obviously, getting your degree out there and then making the decision to, to grad transfer to to a program that had some some deep NCAA tournament uh, aspirations. Uh, if you're going to go out in the regular season, I mean, not a better way to to go out than you guys did against UCLA with your with your teammate hitting that that three that erupted Galen Center. Kind of take us through. Uh, the season now that I'm sure you've had a, a little bit of time to reflect on it and, and that moment that uh, may have capped your college career. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a different experience um, on a lot of fronts, um, like individual playing time, individual role, um, but then also like the overall experience of, um, you know, traveling to some pretty high profile tournaments, um, playing with some guys that are going to be inevitably in the NBA. Um, those were all really cool things, but um Ultimately, what made the year so special for me was just that we had struggled a lot at Columbia to to win a lot of games. And so um, we were, I mean, winning. I, I think every game we lost, it was like, oh, my God, we just lost this, like the national championship. It was just that kind of approach. And um, I really I, I love being in that kind of environment where, you know, winning is, is everything. So and we did win. So it was really fun to be a part of that. Um, no matter what my role was, there were some games I didn't play towards the end of the season. And there were also some games where I had 20 plus minutes and contributed. So um, I think for the most part, guys bought into that and we were kind of hitting our stride, which is what's kind of, it's a tough pill to swallow, but um, you know, over, overall it was a, it was a really fun year. Q, uh, having lived in two big, I mean, you're from San Luis County, let's face it. Like, you know, I, I tell people having grown up in Cayucas, you know, we're, when I went into town, that was like going into town in San Luis, you know, it was like a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, having having gone to school in two and experienced two, the two largest metro areas uh, in the two country, biggest, yeah. yeah, right now. And, and you see and hear and read everything that's going on with this with this thing. And I'm not asking you to be an expert on it, but can you kind of uh, paint the picture of what goes through your head when you hear about you know, uh, or, or, or read about, you know, things that are happening in Italy, things are happening in China. We're just a little bit behind that. I mean, you've, you've been in the New York metro area where there's, you know, just gazillion people and, and LA, the same thing. Um, you know, what are you, what, what, what were the first thoughts that are going through your head or what are you thinking as you're kind of picturing the next, uh, couple weeks? I mean, I'm sure it's, it's all kinds of, you know, things that happen in your brain. Yeah, so I mean, beyond basketball, I've, I've tried to stay up to date with what's going on, and especially when it starts to affect you, you kind of, you follow it a little bit more. Um, I remember hearing about kind of like the, the first outbreak a couple of months back in China, and I, I kind of brushed it off as news. I knew it was serious there just because of the numbers, um, and that's when I really got perspective on how big China was, because I think Wuhan is like the 10th biggest city, and there are 8 million people that live there, so you can just kind of imagine how quickly something like that could spread. Um, so that was kind of like my, my only thought. I remember reading, like, wow, that many people live there. And like, this is going, they must just have to go like complete shutdown. Um, so then when, when it, it, we started to hear about the cases in Washington and stuff, I, I didn't really know what to make of it. I, obviously, like you said, I'm not an epidemiologist or anything like that. Right, that right. Much, but um, I can see why in some of the bigger areas, um, you want to be just ahead of the curve when it comes to containing because those close quarters um, are so hard to avoid. And especially in a place like New York, um, part of its personality is kind of how, you know, not gross, but it's just not the cleanest city in the world, but it's just, sure. 
you know, it's, it's part of it. It's makeup. And so I can think, I can imagine that it's a little scary to be there right now. Um, and I think that you know, some of the things that people are going to have to do are going to be a little tough, but necessary. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen, I think I read today or heard today that there are only six cases in Slow County. Confirmed. Yeah, well. Um, but I just don't know, like, the, I don't know the difference between availability of testing or how much. That's the thing, right? Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I, I'm not an epidemiologist either, but I just kind of assume it's everywhere at this point and yeah. just kind of like, yeah. you know, proceed. Well, Go ahead, Chris. The, the, scary, the scariest part about it for, you know, for, for, for younger folks is is that you might not show any type of symptoms. Like, they tested four nets today. KD was 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 one of them. Or, I'm sorry, they, they had four positive tests come back today. Kevin Durant was was one of them, which is which is insane in, its, in itself. But uh, there was only one of the four that was showing any type of symptoms. So, you know, and, and, and that, that could have been spread to so many people in between now and then. So uh, they, they say there's six, but, you know, there could be 600. And it just... You know, I think that's, that's that's the scary part of it. But you know, hey, eventually we we think we hope that we're going to go back to to a normal world. So so what's next for you uh, now now that your your college career uh, is pretty much over? Um, I think that uh, I was going to see how the last couple of weeks would play out, and I was kind of just taking them day by day. So I'm not fully prepared to make a transition right now. But um, I think that's it as far as hoops career. Um, it was awesome i loved every minute of it um and i had kind of like teased with the idea of going overseas but just the way this past year turned out um i don't know if it would be it would be tough to start out um because it's kind of a lot of it depends on your numbers and um kind of the, the type of players that they're looking to attract so um i have no regrets whatsoever but that's it for my my basketball career and the next step is finding a job and obviously staying close to the game in whatever capacity I can. So um, I'll never stop playing, but I'll just play less defense. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Q, what is your, uh, your major in, in your grad school? And, and, and USC's got semesters, right? So how does that work in terms of grad school? Yeah, my, I've been getting a one-year master's. It's in project management. And so I've actually already been taking online classes. Um, for the majority of the year so things kind of just stay the course um, I'm supposed to finish in August but ideally I'd like to start working sometime before then and then I think it'd, I'd be able to manage both of those those together yeah what's your uh, undergrad in uh, business in poli sci right on yeah. Cool, cool yeah and you trying to you trying to be a coach maybe or says you, you're talking about being in the game honestly I've, you know? I've like Especially from the guys I played with over my, my time, especially in college, you know, you, you start to have conversations about like the way you see the game and um, not just like listening to your coach, but you might have like, you know, healthy disagreements with coaches and things like that. A lot of my friends have always asked me, like, you know, you should do it. But um, for the time being, I don't, I don't think I'd like to. But if I had an opportunity and I was secure enough in other areas, I would definitely love to do it. Um, Especially at the college level, I think that that's like a great, you know, that's the best brand of basketball that I can imagine. Um, and I think it's the the area that you find the line between like actually coaching and actually managing relationships. And like, you know, so it's, it's different. Yeah. Are you telling me you didn't always agree with everything Coach T told you in high school? 
I I agreed with everything he said. Every, <laughs> I, was, I have some documented evidence to the contrary. Um, <laughs> no, Terrence Wait. is actually, you know, I, I mean, Terrence is like, he's been such a good role model for me ever yeah. since I was a freshman in high school. And he was like one of the first people to call me once we found out the news because um, I had seen him the week before. And um, we just talked about how the whole basketball world is just shaking up. Like you guys mentioned, we're not going to watch basketball in March. It sounds so foreign, but um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so on this podcast, we try to do at least one or two questions for everybody. Um, one thing we do, it's a little segment, it's called when we come back. So the way I wrote it out is um, somebody pitch something drastically different or make a wild prediction for the sports world for when things, cause you know, we're going to have a version of normal at some point. Mm-hmm. We have to, right? Like yeah. this is, it's too big a deal for too many people uh, you know, to not. So, so, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, let's play with the, uh, what's the scoring system that they did in the NBA all-star game. I don't know. Um, you know, oh, the, we set the scores with, the, yeah, each or, you know, like, like it could be whatever you want it to be, but you know, is there something that you think, mm. man, we, we, we so, so Chris and I have been talking about trying to, I'll, I'll give you a minute to think about it. Chris and I have been really trying to talk about, like, let's use this as an opportunity because it, it sucks and it's not great to have to have this big, long break. But also this time can be spent reflecting and maybe it's an opportunity for people in and around the sports world to, to do different things. So um, yeah, I'm I feel like the NBA has been really progressive with a lot of things. So they always are kind of like testing the waters. Um, and I know they have some talk about the four-point line in the D League and stuff, which would be cool. I'm not opposed to that. Um, the four-point line. Where? How, how deep? How deep do you think the four-point line would have to be? Like the logo? So we practiced um, at the Suns facility one time this year when we were playing at a Arizona State. Yeah. yeah. And um, they had in their practice facility like the four-point line drawn out. Um, and I guess that they're they're thinking about testing it in the G League. Um, and it, it actually like it doesn't have an arc. It just kind of connects across the, the length of, or the width of the court, right? From sideline to sideline. Um, I don't know how I, I I guess that would probably be a huge um, just point of tension between players and coaches. You know, like if I'm in the game, I'm like if I just like your points per val- points per possession or whatever the value is per shot. I mean that's if you make one out of three of those, that's like making two baskets. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know the math breakdown, but it just seems like if I can get four points for one shot, I'm gonna shoot that almost every time I can. If you make one out hey, of three hey, of hey, those, Quentin, it's better Quentin than fifty percent from three. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe. Well, I was, maybe I just made that I was, up. I was gonna. I well, have you have you guys have you guys heard that that the, uh, the the TBT the throwback tournament was thinking about maybe including some of the uh, you know seniors from this this past season that, that that just went by us? Would you have any interest in in doing that something like that? Oh, really? I didn't know that. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily get picked from the Pac-12. I think I'd have a better chance last year in the Ivy. But so they're they're actually going to try to still pull that off. Well, there's been some conversation. I mean, it just feels like there's so many seniors just like yourself that that kind of leave on on unfinished terms, and to, you know, there's got to be some rich person somewhere that's going to organize something for you guys. I would think. I'd hope so. Yeah. Even I was talking to some friends after. I was like, even if they just want to do a 
some kind of sponsored trip to the Final Four next year for guys. Like I don't know. It's just some some kind. Of, it, it, like you said, it just feels empty a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot of closure. Um, but I don't necessarily know what they could do to make up for that because a lot of people are going through a lot. So uh, in terms of just personally right now, you're just finishing up school, hunkering down with your family here in Slow County. Is that about? Is that about all you can? I mean, it's about all any of us can do right now, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to really follow what I'm being told. I think that like people are still out there doing stuff, and I'm I'm kind of I'm trying to stay pretty strict with it. I don't think it's a good idea to be anywhere just for not my sake. I'm not necessarily worried about getting sick, but just the spread. I think the word that we've gotten from Europe is pretty strong precedent that we just need to stay inside, which kind of sucks. But yeah, you see a lot of people out on spring break and stuff, and college kids and stuff and so like i'm officially an old person now just you know i mean it's been that way for probably the last 10 years but uh but i'm like oh those kids out there you know like but but it's true right i feel like that almost though like i have my snapchat i'll go through my stories and every every person i see that's like out at you know some saint patty's day party or like in spring break i just message them go home go home and i get a couple like snicker responses but i feel like i'm doing my part yeah, it's all you can do, I guess, is tell people to to stop being in places where other people are and uh, give it a couple weeks, I guess. So yeah. that's what, you know, again, we're just trying to explore what people are doing during this time because it's a... Uh, no, the other thing I was thinking about, like, time. so when you had, when, when the NBA lockout happened, like, yeah. guys weren't playing on the TV or, like, in game, but, like, there was still, you know, events where people could go and play. Like, this is a step further with... Like I can't, no one can even go play pickup really. You know? still, yeah, I'm on a I'm on a pickup thing for the NAS and slow like an email chain, and uh, and the guy who runs it today, he's like, so I don't really feel comfortable playing. Does anybody else? I'm like, no. Yeah. Okay, like peace out. See you in a month or two, maybe right. if we're lucky, right? Like, and a lot of the guys who play there are 50 plus, and it's like, yeah. well, like that's not that's not happening. Yeah, like you said, when the NBA lockout happened. There were opportunities to uh, to watch college basketball still, yeah. right? There was there was other basketball being played. I mean, this is way different than that in terms of being a social thing. Hey, what's a uh, what's a show that you'd recommend for people? Are you much of a TV watcher? I mean, I, I can't imagine you are being uh, a guy who graduated Columbia in four years and everything else. But you got you got any favorite shows? Uh, not long term. I kind of like just I'll get a little bit of a streak like Narcos. I, I checked out and stuff like that, but. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think that's like, I've just been on that all last three days. I love that show. Nice. Uh, but not anything new. I, I need to check out the new Narcos, the Mexico one. But Okay. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm is just hilarious. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Q, I, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes. And uh, when uh, when it all comes, uh, when, it, when everything comes to some sense of normal, uh, we'll catch up again. And I really appreciate you taking the time tonight. And, uh, Good luck. Stay safe and glad you're back home, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, let's get a pickup running in a month's time. If it's let's go. Here. Let's go get let's go get some some hoops at the NAS or down at down at the rec center at Cal Poly. I, I, I go I go uh, I go try to run with those young kids. It's it's harder on my knees nowadays, but <laughs> maybe once a week I can make it happen. We can do it. All right, well, appreciate it. Thanks, Q. Thanks, nice Q. You. Thanks, Q. Yeah, how's it going? All right, take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Fansmanship Podcast. For more podcasts and more in-depth sports discussion, go to fansmanship.com. Well, I've been stuck on down in trouble town.
Till I'm black and blue 